You're listening to PetLifeRadio.com. It's a big world out there, and you're just looking for a pat on the back or head. You're running around the city, searching for a place to bark, working your tail off with your nose to the ground, sniffing for a few scraps, hoping someone will throw you a bone. You take each lead, collar after collar, hoping one day to take a bite out of success and become the top dog. Fortunately, you come home each day to open arms, open cans, a drink waiting for you, and a comfortable place in front of a TV set. You know you've got it good, really good, because after all, it's a doggy dog world out there. Pet Life Radio presents It's a Doggy Dog World with your host, pet expert and award-winning author, Liz Palaika, and this week's co-hosts, Kate Abbott and Petra Burke. Hi, welcome to It's a Doggy Dog World. I'm your host, Liz Palaika, with my good friends, Petra Burke. Hello. And Kate Abbott. How do And we've talked about pet foods, dog foods specifically, in previous podcasts, but today I thought we would talk about a different aspect of it that we haven't covered before, and that's pet food safety and pet food storage. Safety, obviously, we want foods that we feed our dog to be good for them. We don't want them to be rancid or moldy or anything like that. But we hear a lot about um, pet food recalls now with contaminated ingredients or foods that have salmonella or E. coli or molds. There's a variety of molds that I'm not going to try to pronounce. (laughs) It's just icky stuff. Icky stuff. (laughs) So hang on, take a listen to our sponsors, and we'll be right back. Sit. Stay. It's a doggy dog world. We'll be right back after a short pause. Well, more to be exact. There's nothing more delicious and healthy than an old family recipe. And for over 50 years, our family's been creating them especially for your pets. Nutrisource Super Premium Pet Foods. Dog and cat food that's all natural, holistic, and organic. Nutrisource Pet Foods contain our patented Good for Life system for your pet's optimum health and well-being. So order now. Safe quality food made by our family for your furry family members. Go to NutrisourcePetFoods.com. From our family to yours, KL Family Brands. Tired of wasting money on giant boxes of litter that don't work and don't last? Switch to World's Best Cat Litter, the only litter with concentrated power. So even a small bag lasts one cat 30 days. Outstanding odor control, quick lumping, lightweight. It's even flushable. World's best cat litter. Everything else is just litter. Find it near you at www.itsnotjustlitter.com. That's www.itsnotjustlitter.com. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. We know you're begging for more. So back to It's a Doggy Dog World with your fetching hosts, Liz Palaika, and this week's co-hosts, Kate Abbott and Petra Burke. Welcome back to It's a Doggy Dog World. So pet food safety is increasingly being talked about, and I think it's something that should be. Well, it's nice that the public's more aware of it, too. Yes, as much as we want the manufacturer and the distributor to be clean and careful, we need to continue that at home. Right, mm-hmm. right. When you first talked about the subject, I was like, but it's kibble. Kibble is like 
it'll last forever and it's indestructible. But it's not. It's not. I think one of the first things you need to be aware of, and this starts from the moment you buy the food, is there is usually on every package a sell-by date and a use-by date. The sell-by date really doesn't mean a whole lot because uh, the food is still good, but the use-by date is very, very important. And after that point, we could be looking at food that might be rancid. If we're talking right now, let's talk about kibble. So if we're talking about dry kibble foods, dry kibble foods can spoil. Mm -hmm. If they get damp, they can get moldy. If they get old, the fats can get rancid. But something else that can cause kibbles to spoil is exposure to air. Most kibbles are sprayed with a fat or have a fat content that exposed to air, they start to oxidize and they can become rancid. Just like that bottle of olive oil in the far back of your pantry, you forget about it and you pull it out and you go, ooh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, true. Yep, yep. So when you're storing kibble, first of all, I know when I used to feed kibble, I like to dump it out to a can. I had a plastic trash can with a locking lid that I kept kibble in. Well, there's a couple things wrong with that. One, the plastics we know now leach particles, leach chemicals, leach odors, and that can be taken up by the food. We know that a lot of plastics are not good for us. Used to be plastics were awesome, but they're not. They're not. The The graduate, lean close, plastics. Yeah. The other thing is the bags that the foods come in usually have a liner or treated to keep the air out of the fat and to keep the fat from leaching through the bag. Mm -hmm. And that helps keep the food from getting rancid. So the best thing is to do is keep the kibble in the bag. And if you want to put it in a trash can, metal or plastic, aluminum or plastic, go ahead and put the whole bag in it. Now, there are plastics that are food grade. Right, right. In like the restaurant industry and so forth. Right. So that's a different kind of plastic. That's a different... I'm talking about the run of the mill, run to the hardware store and get a plastic trash bag. And that actually brought up the, the next thing is canisters. If you get a plastic dog food canister, either a big one or a small one, that's a different story. Mm-hmm. But tear off the bag or cut off the bag, the lot number, the dates, the use by dates and all that stuff so that if there is a problem, you've got that information. When I do private training, quite often I'll ask what they're feeding. Uh-huh. And it's a, it's it's been a bit of an eye-opener to me how many times they go, well, I don't know, we emptied it into the can and I threw the bag away. I don't even know what brand of food it is. I know what the bag looks like. It's, it's kind of red blue. and white or yeah. kind of blue. Or, it's yeah. got a picture of something on the front. But, yeah, when they can't recall a name. They don't even know the brand, much less the mm-hmm. lot number or the use by date. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, well, hey, Kibble, is that just... It's it's made by scientists, and it's just, you know, it'll survive a nuclear war, and you can still feed it to your dog. Yeah, I do think that's me. the general perception. Mm-hmm. Not my dog. I'm kibble. Yeah. So, kibble, keep it in the bag, or put it in a food-grade canister. Keep the top on, keep the top of the bag rolled down. Air is your enemy. <laughs> Wow. And do consider you'd say that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and consider the size. We were talking to someone with a little Yorkshire Terrier, and they had bought a 65-pound bag of dog food. Oh, it lasts 10 years for the little dog. Yeah. 
What are the chances are it's going to go bad during that I time? Mean, you know, I do kibble in the morning for my guys, but I have five of them, and kibble doesn't last long. Right. So I go through them pretty quick. But in that case, yeah, that's the, uh, uh, yeah, you don't buy the size appropriate to the dog. Yeah, Yorkie should have what's out there. Five pounds. Yeah. Pound that's what I was talking about, changing the food. I said, do it gradually before it runs out, and they're looking at me like, okay, well, in 2017, it might start running out. And so, oh, <laughs> Well, exactly. first of all, I think the use-by date oh, was long gone. Probably. Yeah. Um, then there's canned food. Canned food, yeah. Talk about surviving nuclear holocaust. Yeah. Most of the use-by dates on, or expiration dates on cans are three to five years. Yeah. Um, Unopened lasts forever, practically. Unless it's dented and swelling. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Now, I keep canned food in my disaster preparedness kit. Because it does have a long shelf life. But I have to admit, every spring and fall when the time changes and I update the first aid kits and update... I'm not, you know, hey, I use this stuff. <laughs> the first aid kit came into use this last camping trip. I rotate them. The new cans go in the back, the old cans come forward. And that way they get rotated. With cat food, they get canned food. Old, the new cans go in the back, the old cans come forward. Once the can is opened... Then we can talk about spoilage because, one, take it out of the can, throw it in a plastic container, refrigerate it, mm -hmm. and you're looking at two to three days. And then, you know, feed it to the dog as a treat before it spoils. Or in my case, it's feeding the chickens. <laughs> the, the, chickens. the chickens like it. <laughs> Love it. Every once in a while, I get cat food. <laughs> People think chickens are so lovely. They're evil creatures. <laughs> <laughs> They're goats of the foul world. Yeah. <laughs> I guess that's about it with canned food. Canned food's pretty simple. Yeah. Although there is the tendency to slap on a, a free plastic can lid, advertising something, and then leave it on the counter. Yeah, yeah. when I was researching this, the, the big things with once the can is opened, it's got to be refrigerated. And, mm -hmm. and actually, the experts said, take it out of the can. Okay. Uh, don't leave it in the can once it's open. I never have anything that gets refrigerated if i open a cat food can if there's any left over the dogs get it i just don't one i think cat food stinks so it doesn't go in the refrigerator come on <laughs> pretty much immediately <laughs> especially the fish ones oh i understand the cats like fish cat food but yuck <laughs> if you wouldn't do it with your human quality food don't do it with the uh, many years ago in another galaxy far, far away, I actually had a food handling manager's license. And, oh, uh, yeah. So the rules and regulations, you know, if you open an industrial-sized can of olives in a restaurant, you're not supposed to leave them there. Yeah. Because, as you say, immediately you have violated all of the food preservation container, and that's not going to happen anymore. So now you got to put it in something else and refrigerate it. Right. And it holds true for dogs as well. They can eat a little bit more grody than we can, but not... not yeah, uh, don't push it. Yeah. Well... And you're not going to like the side effects if you push it no. push too hard. I debate that anyway. A lot of people say, well, their gut is designed to eat carrion and stuff like that. And that's taken from wolves and coyotes. But truthfully, we have no idea how many wolves and coyotes die of salmonella or E. coli poisoning. Yeah. Because they get sick, they go off into the brush, they curl up, and they die. One of my brother's dogs years ago got E. coli poisoning. It's not that unusual. And if you talk to veterinarians, it happens. 
So, yes, their gut may be a little different than ours and able to tolerate a little bit more than ours, but I don't want to push it. Mm-mm. I don't want it's to... It's re- still been a long time since the Yorkie was out there foraging on its own. So, yeah. The beneficial bacteria might have meant to have in its gut is, may not be there anymore. Right, right, right. In fact, I was just reading an article about that not too long ago that, uh, yeah, they've changed. They've evolved. Well, goodness sakes, yes, they've lived with us for a while. Yeah, a long time. Mm-hmm. Next category is refrigerated pet foods. And there was one, I won't name the brand name, but I know I was using and another trainer was using, and they just had a major problem with mold. This is a refrigerated food that's often found in refrigerated section in the pet food aisles, not in the human food aisles, but they put a little miniature refrigerator. The foods by the ingredient list were very, very good, both for the dogs and the cats. I was buying some for the dogs to use as training treats. I was buying the cat food for my cats, and they liked it. They ate it well. But I started seeing notices all over the Internet about mold. No recall was issued, which kind of interesting, which kind of disappoints me. And the comments from the company were that, well, if there's a hole in the bag, it'll get moldy and so forth and so on. But the people, the consumers who'd had problems, many of the molds were when they opened the bag. So there's something else going on there that I don't know. And I won't condemn anybody yet, but I'm just disappointed that they were having such a problem with mold. So with any of the refrigerated foods, before I would buy it, I would try to find out as much as you can from the manufacturer in the store. How are these products handled from the manufacturer to the store? Do things sit out on the loading dock behind the store and get warm? Or are they taken immediately into the refrigerator section? What's the quality control? Since there is a mold problem with one particular brand right now. And if it's a semi-moist food that's got that heavy plastic wrapper, take a second to, you know, you open your egg carton to make sure that there's not a broken egg. Take a second to inspect the outside of the container. The the wrapper, make sure there are no holes. Right, right. If you get it home and you see mold, it's not like cheese. Don't trim it off and feed the rest to your pet. Wrap it back up and take it back to the store right away. I was lucky I didn't come upon any that had any mold. My mom was feeding the cat food to her cat, didn't see any mold, but I told her to stop buying it. I said, let's wait until they solve this problem. So with any of the refrigerated foods, be careful because of that type of food. If there's a break in the handling and it gets too warm, what is that going to do to the food? Potential problem. And obviously with those two, after you open the package, they've got to be rewrapped. If you get the logs of food, wrap them in saran wrap or something like that. Put chunks in, in I was airtight um, bags. Wrapping in saran and putting it in a rigid Tupperware. Yeah. Belt and suspenders. <laughs> <laughs> but I didn't want it, if anything did happen, I didn't want a potential of it leaking into the rest of my refrigerated food. Well, that too. Yeah. Or have something happen to it because it wasn't protected. Right. And it, it, it can cause a problem. Right. So. so that's refrigerated foods. All right. Well, we need to take a break for our sponsors. So hold on. We've got a lot more to talk about when we get back. Sit. Stay. 
It's a doggy dog world. We'll be right back after a short pause. Well, four to be exact. Hi, Jill. I see you and Bella are enjoying this lovely day as well. It's a perfect day for a walk. Isn't that right, Bella? And what a colorful ID tag you have, Bella. It certainly puts my Rusty's boring engraved tag to shame. Isn't it great? It's a dog tag art tag. Dog tag art? Yeah. Dog tag art makes the world's coolest pet ID tags. Pick from hundreds of cute designs or upload your photos or artwork to create a unique tag of your own. They even give you four lines of text on the back of the tag for important contact information. I love it. But do they hold up? We have to replace Rusty's metal tags so often because the information wears away. Dog tag art tags are some of the highest quality pet tags out there. They're made with super durable stainless steel. Your information is always legible and the tags are guaranteed for life. Well, I'm sold. Where can I get my dog tag art tag for Rusty? Dogtagart.com. Sounds great. We can't wait to get online and get a tag of our own. Dogtagart.com. We keep best friends together. Use the coupon code RADIO for a 25% discount off any tag. Active for Pets is a new wellness platform and app that helps pet parents save time and money on their vet bills. Stop paying for unnecessary vet treatments. Consult with a vet online. Get unlimited access to your pet's entire health history from any computer or smartphone with the Active for Pets app. Vaccinations, medications, test results, and more. Active 4 Pets gives you access to a team of expert vets for non-emergency care. Make an appointment before, during, or after office hours. Skip the waiting room and get a secure online vet consult on your schedule. Taking care of your pets is as easy as it gets with Active 4 Pets. Ready to try Active 4 Pets? Listeners get 40% off a one-year membership. To get this great offer, use promo code PETLIFE on the sign-up page of Active4Pets.com. That's A-C-T-I-V, the number 4, P-E-T-S dot com. Or call 888-512-2848. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. Pet we know you're begging for more. So back to It's a Doggy Dog World with your fetching hosts, Liz Palaika and this week's co-hosts, Kate Abbott and Petra Burke. Welcome back to It's a Doggy Dog World. I'm Liz. With me today are Petra and Kate. The next category, dehydrated foods. I think all three of us feed dehydrated foods. I talked to the owner of uh, and originator, founder of The Honest Kitchen and said, okay, what should people do? She said, keep it airtight as much as possible. Once it's opened, either continue to use the original packing that has the the Ziploc top, Mm -hmm. or she says you can put it in a canister that has a tight lid. Not a loose lid, but a tight lid. Doesn't have to be pop the top. Vacuum sealed. Vacuum sealed. Doesn't have to be vacuum sealed. But as she put it, air and moisture are what cause mold. Mm -hmm. And in a dehydrated food, if it starts to absorb, if you live in a very humid area, or if you have it on the kitchen counter and the sink is running, you're putting humidity into the air, that will cause mold in the food. So she said, keep it in the original pack, or... Put it in a canister with a tight lid. And that's all it needs. 
so that it doesn't need refrigerating. That's what I do. Mine's a big glass container. Uh huh. Well, I go through it fast enough, it stays in its Ziploc bag. (laughs) Convenience. You can just. corner of the kitchen scoop it slide it back mine's the box in the corner of the kitchen whatever works <laughs> then there's a category of homemade cooked foods basically treat those like you would treat cooked foods of your own yeah once they're cooked refrigerate them if anything's left over refrigerate it and then in- cook enough to use it in a timely manner Right. If you're cooking a week's worth, well, when my dog, previous dog who's passed away, Dax was diagnosed with liver disease, I cooked for. So every weekend I would cook up a week's worth of meals. I would keep a couple in the refrigerator and the rest went to the freezer. freezer, And as I used one of the refrigerated ones, I'd pull one out of the freezer. When I remembered to, it took a while to develop that (laughs) habit. Oops, wait, Dax, I need to thaw this. (laughs) So keep a couple meals in the refrigerator, freeze the rest. In preparation, and this is back to the the restaurant food handling license, we've been talking about storage, but also during prep. If you're making your dog's food, or if you are feeding a raw food, or whatever the above, be just as concerned with keeping your utensils and your uh, counter and everything else as clean as you would if you're cooking for yourself. Well, in raw foods, we're going to be the next thing we're going to talk about. So They're raw before you cook them, but right. if, you, uh, if you cook or feed raw, either way, you've got to be extra careful. I mean, we used to have the inspectors come in and say, which block is your chicken block and which is your meat block and which yeah. is your vegetable block? Right. And, and they shall not be cross-contaminated. I was taught when I started to learn how to cook and I took a cooking class that you have a an individual meat block and when you're done you scrub it and you bleach it and so i have a bottle of bleach under the kitchen sink and when i'm through when i'm cleaning up i just it doesn't take much just a little bit bleach the block scrub the vegetable one and bleach it because especially if you're using a wooden one or like mine are bamboo semi semi wood or even plastic that's been used a lot and have knife marks and dings in it. Scores in it. Yeah. Scores in it. Mm-hmm. If you just wash it, even if you wash it in hot water with soap, you don't know that you're getting into all those little crevices. So just a little bit of bleach and water is all it takes, and you clean it up. Mm-hmm. If you have a tile countertop, all those grout cracks. The porous. The porous, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. I think a lot of people are worried about raw food diets because of that, and and I don't think you have to stop feeding raw or worry about feeding raw because of it. It's common sense. Be a little extra careful in your handling of it, and that's right. fine. Right. Meat guidelines for most meats, if you're not going to use it within two days, freeze it. So if you're making up a raw food diet or you've gone shopping and got a lot of raw meats, divide it into meals. Keep a couple meals in the refrigerator, freeze the rest. It's the safest. I know some people will leave meat in the refrigerator for four to five days, but most of the meat handling guidelines that I've found say two days. And so that's that's safe. Veggies, of course, veggies, fruits, you know, spoil at different rates. But if you have them in the refrigerator, for the most part, they should be good for a few days. They just don't tend to collect the same bad bacteria that, that raw meat meats can. do. That yeah. meat can. Yeah. Basically, I mean, like I see it as treat it like you would your own food. Exactly. 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 Yeah, the chicken doesn't know whether it's destined for a human or a dog, so <laughs> right. it's going to go yeah, by exactly. its own rules. Right. Yeah. Right. 
I think a lot of it is common sense. It's just that with raw foods, a lot of it's common sense. But I've been guilty of having meat in the refrigerator too long and going, oh, I still have this. Uh, oh, never mind. Yeah. <laughs> I get the chickens. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it happens. <laughs> All right. Well, I hope we gave you something to think about. Gave you some and tips. One more thing. Okay. Once again, get on some kind of alert. Yes. Uh, dog food recall. Yes, for pet food recalls. Unfortunately, they happen way too much. And, and actually, I had just checked my email. There's a new one out today. So I'll be posting it. If any of you are on Facebook, if you want to like Kindred Spirits Dog Training, even if you're not in our local area, I do post dog food recalls as soon as I hear about them well and other informational uh, and, articles and, as and well st- yeah so, other stuff yeah also dogfoodadvisor.com they have a very good website and you can sign up to get email alerts of dog food recalls from them also they happen far too much far too much yep. i think you don't want to wait a week before you oh there was a recall on this food i've been feeding for a week or well not even just food treats yeah oh, all the no, jerky I mean, heavy, treats yeah. oh yeah, I was extremely disappointed when we couldn't buy jerky treats from China anymore, but even more disappointed to find out now they're finding the problem in jerky treats made in the U.S. So that tells me they don't know yet exactly what is causing the problem. So, And that's sad. My guys love jerky treats, so now I have to make my own dehydrator in that's the garage. Yeah. Dehydrators. <laughs> well, let's talk about that. Safety points for dehydrated foods. Ziploc bag them, airtight bag them, put them in the refrigerator. Mm-hmm. Most of them, once they're dehydrated, if you get the the moisture content low enough, are probably safe to be out on the counter. But you know what? Put them in the refrigerator anyway. Oh, I well, treat them just like the Ziploc bag and frozen. Uh-huh. The dogs don't care if the jerky is frozen. So no, I don't even no. bother to re-thaw it thaw yeah. out. Um, it's thin enough, they don't care. They thought pretty quick anyway. Exactly. Yeah. Like no big yeah. deal. And I'll make enough to fill two or three gallon Ziploc bags when I do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But the other part is dehydrators, they're meant to have the the trays and have a lot of small holes in them. Right. Which is great for allowing the air to circulate. means a lot of little holes to clean afterwards. Yes. Well, you can throw it in the dishwasher. Or at least mine and the trays can go in the dishwasher. I did have one friend, of course, he was pretty much one of those base, back-to-basics kind of guy. But he would put it out in the yard and let the ants. <laughs> I do not want that many ants in my backyard. Do the initial scouring. Yeah, well, um, they do that with dead bodies, too. Exactly. <laughs> well, that was his point, was that they were very efficient. I, I don't want either one of those in my backyard. The dishwasher works really good. Right. You heard that invention? It's awesome. Right. I know. <laughs> and on that note... <laughs> but do clean the dehydrator, whether yes. you involve wildlife or motorized appliances. Yes. Still, make sure to clean it well. And actually, for many of them with the circular trays, if you get a five-gallon bucket, you can put soap and water or bleach and water in it, and the trays fit in it. Yeah. So you can do that before you throw it in the dishwasher. If you're getting a little neurotic about getting it clean. Unless you really want ants, but it's yeah. you. <laughs> so, you know. well, I think he was thought he was like feeding them away so they wouldn't want to come into if the If they house. were anywhere in his backyard, he was bringing them 
kill him. You want to have a little sign. Here is your food for free. Please Look, do not bother my house. The one time they came into his kitchen, he sat down on the floor and meditated and told them they shouldn't be there. And they left. See? I told you. That's because he, he hadn't taken a shower. And <laughs> he put a sign out. On that note, I think we're going to let you go. Other than the ants and the guy meditating at the ants, I hope we, we we helped you with some ideas for keeping your pet food safe. On that note, oh, we're gone. Yeah. <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Having a rough day? Longing for the dog days of summer? Think your fun furry friend lives a dog's life? Well, find out everything you're begging to know as Pet Life Radio presents It's a Doggy Dog World with pet expert and award-winning author Liz Palaika. Every dog has his day, and you'll find out how to make your dog's day fun and rewarding every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.